Folks, the Winnipeg Jets are about to embark on a stretch of about nine games in 15 days. Winnipeg is going to be extra busy. They're kicking off this weekend with a back-to-back. And then from there, they're just going to have plenty of games against some really strong opponents. If you really want to know how the Jets are this year, this is going to be one of the biggest tests, especially for a young, growing team like the Jets that are still finding their way under head coach Rick Bonus. We'll take a look at what to expect and what we might see on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. For Locked On, the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to today's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. As always, thank you for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and YouTube. Doing so is completely free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. Now, <clears throat> on tonight's episode, like I said in the intro, the Jets have a super busy schedule, which is about freaking time. Uh, I, I've been kind of annoyed with how the schedule has been, it's been very inconsistent. Uh, Obviously, the Jets are getting plenty of time off, which is nice to recover. But, um, you know, the schedule, it would be nice if the Jets had a little bit more playing time uh, to really get the season off and running. It kind of feels like the Jets haven't actually played that many games. But this is like a league wide thing, so I can't really complain too much. But now, you know, the Jets are starting to approach the heart of the season. And this is where suddenly the schedule ramps up considerably. Uh, Winnipeg is really not going to have very many days off. Basically, every other day or so for um, November 17th and onwards, they're going to be playing a lot. Now, there will be a, a bit of a break after this weekend for a couple of days, and then the Jets kick off their schedule again and things get pretty busy. So I think next week what I'll probably do is have um, episodes for each of the weekend games so that we have at least a little bit of, of content coverage in between as you know, Winnipeg has these very stark cutoffs and and you know it's always kind of fun to try and talk through this stuff when winnipeg isn't playing right um you know this is like a, a very limited sample to work with but you know taking a look at the schedule like i said jet's gonna be busy this weekend winnipeg has back-to-backs including the calgary flames and seattle kraken on the road now the first game against the flames is an interesting one because calgary has gotten off to a very mixed start um this team you know with the huberto trade uh, sending Matt to Chuck to Florida and bringing in Uyghur and Huberdo, it's not looking great for them so far. As far as I know, Uyghur has fit in fine, but Huberdo has been, well, kind of atrocious. Now, Huberdo is one of those players that I do expect to have uh, a rebound later in the season, but I think the thing with, with Huby is that he's a really great complementary winger, but in terms of being somebody who drives his own play, he's never really been that kind of guy. Uh, I think he can, you know, thrive alongside a talented center and, you know, score plenty of points. 
But with the way that the Flames are currently constructed, it's going to take him some time to get familiar with the uh, the Flames roster um, and and sort of get up to speed, really. Because this Flames team, you know, they're working with guys like Backlund and Lindholm, Mangiapani, several others. And so it's going to be a bit of a, a learning curve as he adjusts and gains chemistry with his line mates. But I do think he'll probably be a key contributor. You know, on the other hand, though, you're looking at this team and you're looking up and down the roster. It's got some interesting depth, but in terms of like high-end elite gameplay uh, game breakers, not as many as you'd expect from previous years. Uh, this team, I don't know if I would say 100% that they've taken a huge step back in terms of roster quality. I think the front office did a good job trying to balance the losses as much as possible, and getting Nazem Kadri in is a pretty nice upgrade for your center depth. But you know, their bottom six right now is Manjupani, Backlund, Lewis, Lucic, Rooney, and Richie, right? Uh, Backlund, in my opinion, arguably should be higher up in the lineup, but that's kind of neither here nor there. I, I look at their wings, and I think that there is at least an issue out on the left and right sides. Um, I like Coleman and Toffoli, and I think, you know, Manjupani is pretty good, but the rest of the forward scoring depth is kind of on the weaker side. Um, and like their defense is still fantastic, but this team as a whole, I don't know, they kind of remind me a little bit of the Jets this year in that in terms of like defensive presence and stuff, they might be able to handle some games really well. But in terms of like 5v5 creation, they might generate a lot of shots, but I don't know if they have a ton of elite finishing talent. Uh, they might be a little bit more balanced than the Jets are thanks to having, uh, you know, Lindholm, Kadri, and Backlund as your three centers. but. Just like the Jets, the elite finishing talent out wide is a little bit of a question mark. So this team, I think the Jets have a pretty good chance to uh, have a really good performance on the road. I think it is going to be a tough game, uh, but if they can get to one of Ladar or Markstrom early, not sure who will be starting for this game, uh, I think the Jets have a pretty good chance of coming away with both points, now, especially after that performance against the Stars. This Flames team has been losing a lot lately, so this is a chance for the Jets to kind of uh, continue their really good form. That Stars game, I was very impressed with. I thought the Jets looked fantastic. That was probably their most effective game against top-end competition. Um, it'd be nice to see them continue that against this Flames team. Even though Calgary is struggling recently, this is still not a team that I would really want to bet against. And it being in Calgary on the road for the Jets is going to be a tough test. We'll see how they handle it. Uh, they won't have to contend with Huberto this time. Um, looks like Ruzicka and Dubé are filling in up top. But, you know, this is still a tough team. It's going to be a grindy physical affair. Every time the Jets have played uh, Calgary recently, sparks have flown. There's definitely some real bad blood between these franchises, man, I'll tell you. It does make for some very entertaining hockey, though. So we'll see how it goes. Hoping for two points, uh, and that'll open the weekend, which should be Hopefully a good one for the Jets after their current streak. Now, there is, of course, another game against a team that has been resurgent this season and is showing off a lot more than it did last year. Uh, that is, of course, the Seattle Kraken. We'll dive into how I think the Jets are going to handle this Kraken team in just a little bit. But before we go any further, I do want to shout out our friends and partners at BetOnline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for all of the sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis you need heading into every sport that you could possibly want. Whether you're excited for MLB baseball, NFL football, uh, NHL hockey, 
Of course, they've also got plenty of minor leagues, uh, college sports. You know, if you're really into college basketball or football, this is a great time of year for you. Um, they've also got esports, uh, European football, you know, auto racing. Again, whatever you're into, they've got you covered. And they've also got, you know, Vegas casino games for those of you looking for more of a change of pace, or maybe you're not even a sports fan. I don't know why you're listening to me talk, but hey, maybe some of you just love the Jets that much for some reason. Uh, but of course, you know, if you're looking for other content and info, BetOnline also offers great sports podcasts and news articles, so you'll always make the most informed bets possible and stay up to date on all of your favorite sports, all in one easy, convenient location. Getting started really couldn't be easier. Go ahead and register for a free account at BetOnline.net on your laptop or mobile device because BetOnline is where the game starts. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. Thank you for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. We are currently talking through the Jets schedule as Winnipeg is about to get a really busy uh, run of games over the next few weeks. Um, Like I said, I'm very excited. This is a great time of year. We all love fall hockey when the season's really kicking off, and it feels like the Jets haven't played a ton of games yet. Before we dive into Winnipeg's next weekend matchup against the Seattle Kraken, just wanted to encourage you to make your second listen Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, you can go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with Locked On Sports today, where we'll give you our local experts and uh, their special analysis that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today is available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, so be sure to like, follow, and subscribe right now. And as always, again, thank you so much for, uh, you know, listening to our sister podcasts. We just really love and appreciate your support. Now, circling back to um, the Kraken, you know, Calgary kind of been on the downswing. The Kraken, on the other hand, are a team that definitely look like they're uh, starting to figure things out. This team this year is deeper, stronger, faster, better, um, all without their top pick in Shane Wright. That whole situation continues to be a bit strange, Uh, but as it is, this team has what I would call like a lot of really good second lines, right? This team is not exactly working with game-breaking, franchise-breaking talent in terms of you know, the, the top nine, right. But there are some players who might get there one day. It's just right now they're, they're more in like that second tier of, of being really freaking good, but maybe not like McDavid good. Now for the Kraken, that's actually working out pretty well. This team has a ton of balance. There's a lot of matchup depth. And I would actually say that this game will probably be one of the harder ones. The jets play recently. Uh, you know, the first line, they've got Bjorkstrand, Venberg and Burakovsky. Burkowski has continued to fit in like a glove. I was a big fan of that signing, especially for a team that needed really good top six finishing talent. Burrow has immediately slotted in and looks very much the part. The second line of Schwartz, Beniers, and Eberly continues to hum along. Beniers has been a great center, uh, brings some surprising two-way impact, just a very creative player, and eventually, as his scoring starts to really catch up, he will be a menace. Um, you know, you're having a, a pretty good top nine when your third line is McCann, Gord, and Tanev. This is a really great two-way unit with a nasty punch uh, and some great scoring upside in McCann and Gord. Um, yeah, there's just a lot to like with this team. Even their fourth line is like Donato, Geeky, and Sprong, which is a very solid fourth line. Uh, I'm personally a guy who's always been a big fan of Sprong. I think he's a very skilled scorer. Uh, you know, obviously he has some issues with this game. 
he kind of only shoots and and that can be an issue but you know for a team that just came off a very bad first season and is still trying to piece together what kind of team it is this squad is starting to look like it's it's getting there now if there is one weakness potentially for the squad it's probably in net uh martin jones um for me is one of those goalies who even though he's going streaking right now i i don't know if it's a really sustainable run of form uh, so th- this could be an issue for them long-term. I don't know if it's going to be enough to to shift the game in Winnipeg's favor over the weekend, but you know, throughout the rest of the season, we'll see how Jones is. He's always been one of those guys who's better as like a backup or a 1B. I don't know if he's going to have the potential or, or the level of performance to continue doing what he's doing so far, but hey, maybe he surprises. As they always say, goalies are voodoo. You never know what you're going to get with them. Now, after that, the Jets have a couple of days off, and then they start an interesting three-game homestand. Uh, they're going to see a couple of Eastern Conference teams, which we'll talk about in a bit, but the first team I thought is worth mentioning is the Anaheim Ducks, who come in on Thursday. Uh, obviously, a Western Conference opponent, but the Ducks are one of the worst teams in the league this year. They have conceded a boatload of goals. Uh, they have some really talented skaters like Zegras, who's continuing to just torch things. Uh, he scored a lacrosse goal the other night, which, of course, he's already done before. Um, this one was very smooth, although it did get chalked off because of an offside. But the fact that he just has this creativity and stuff, um, a remarkable player. As far as the rest of the Ducks are concerned, uh, this team does not have a ton of depth. Um, I'm actually not even sure what lines are running right now because they seem to juggle them a lot. I mean, you've got like Ryan Strom, who's been a really nice addition to this team. Uh, I've seen him factoring in on a lot of the recent duck scoring. Mason McTavish, super talented. We've seen him be a standout for Team Canada. But, you know, past the top six, things start to get a, a little bit on the uh, dire side. Um, yeah, this team, I, I just don't know. I mean, their defense is really awful. It's like Kulikov and Klingberg as your top pairing, which is not ideal. I like Kulikov, but that's probably asking a lot. And then from there, you have Benoit and Fowler, and then Beaulieu and Shattenkirk as your third pairing. So, yeah, conceding goals has been an issue for them. I think it's going to keep being an issue. You know, Gibson and Stellars can only do so much to carry the load, and they're missing one of their top defenders in Jamie Drysdale. So this team, a lot of work to do. Uh, I think this should be a very good win for the Jets. I think Winnipeg can very much take care of business, and I'm hoping not to be given an ugly surprise after what should be a difficult weekend against the Flames and the Kraken. Now, from there, the road starts to get really difficult for the Jets. We'll talk about their run of games heading into uh, the end of November and why Winnipeg might struggle a little bit in just a little bit. Hello, friends, and welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. We're just taking a look ahead at Winnipeg's November run. Uh, obviously, we're about halfway through the month, and uh, this is where the heart of the schedule is really starting to hit. And the Jets have a ton of really difficult opponents over the next few weeks. I know we just sort of said the Ducks are going to be easy, but from there, the competition quality goes up a lot. Uh, their next two games are going to be against the Penguins and Hurricanes. Now, the Pens. They, they've they had a rough start to the season, but Pittsburgh plays a really up-tempo style, and Sullivan is one of those coaches where I just have a really hard time betting against him. Um, even with injuries and stuff, this Penns team is very fast, very dangerous. They just carved up the caps recently. I guess that's not much of an accomplishment this year, but 
you know, Pittsburgh has the chance to really rip you apart on the on the power play and stuff. So the Jets need to be very disciplined, be very careful, and avoid counters. I think this is a team that Winnipeg can handle at home and probably should at least get a point out of it. But I would I don't want to put a lot of stock in that yet. Uh, the Pens are a tough team, and we've seen the Jets have issues with them in previous seasons. Now the Hurricanes. This is a very difficult opponent, one of the top teams out there. Uh, The goaltending this year for them has been a little bit inconsistent, but I still think this team, with the forward depth that they have and a pretty robust back end, maybe not as good as previous years, but this Canes team is among the top teams in the Eastern Conference. I think they're going to give the Jets a serious run for their money. Uh, Let's actually check in where Carolina is right now in the standings. Um, Yeah, they're third in the, the Metro. It's been very competitive. Uh, the difference between first and third is only three points. So obviously this Canes team, very strong. If their goaltending can save a few extra goals, I think they'll be in better shape. But this is a, a tough offense, um, not scoring as much as they have in previous years, but again, still a very talented team and one that will probably push the Jets to their limit. After that, the Jets then head on the road for a couple of Central Division games. They've got the Wild Stars and Blackhawks. And like we've seen so far, um, the Stars are definitely the toughest opponent on this list. This will be, I believe, the last time the Jets played Dallas this year. Uh, and this will be a chance for Winnipeg to win the matchup and, and take the, the season series of three games. If the Jets pull off a really nice win on the road, I would be massively impressed. Uh, I think this Stars team is one of the class squads of the NHL so far. And we've already seen, you know, kind of both ends of the spectrum against Dallas with the Jets being really poor and with the Jets being absolutely incredible. So I'm curious to know what they do in the third game. We've got a few weeks before that one hits, but um, for once, I'm actually excited about it. I think this will be a really cool matchup and a game that I'm hoping the Jets can at least take a point from. Uh, The other two games, I think the Wild and the Blackhawks are probably going to be uh, games where the Jets can probably get somewhere between two and four points out of their matchups. I think the Wild are nowhere near as good as they've been in previous seasons. Uh, the goaltending really has been an issue for them, and sometimes the offensive scoring has been absent. Uh, still a tough team on the road and one that is defensively pretty decent, but I think the Jets have the ability to take them on, especially if they can do what they did to Dallas. Um, the Hawks, you know. Again, another team that's not creating a lot. Uh, the goaltending with Soderstrom has usually been pretty good, but like we saw in the last game against Chicago, Winnipeg ended up destroying them with special teams. I don't know if that's going to really be a, a replicable pattern for success and winning, but you know, I still think out of this whole stretch of of say six games, um, you know, between the Ducks and the Hawks. I think the Jets can get over a 50% record. I think that would be a fair assessment. Now, after that, on my birthday, November 29th, the Jets come back home for a big matchup against the Colorado Avalanche. The Avs are not as good as they've been in previous seasons, uh, but still a very dangerous squad, one that I certainly would not want to bet against. And we'll see how you know the Jets handle it. They, they've already managed to get points off of them earlier this season, and it really took Hellebuck being absolutely spectacular to do it. This time, you know, the Jets are going to be at home. And over the next few weeks, we're going to see if Winnipeg really starts to gel. And if Bones' instructions start taking hold, I'd love for this team to really look like a true contender by this point. And they should have Ehlers back. So 
let's hope for a really successful November. If the Jets can be over 500 in terms of points percentage, I think they'll be on a good track to remain in the top three of the Central Division. You know, this this team, again, um, we've seen some articles recently suggesting the Jets' success. A lot of it is due to Hellebuck, which is true. I think that's very accurate. Uh, I think partly because the average of, of Winnipeg's extremes has kind of settled towards what we mostly expect out of the squad, but thanks to Hellebuck being amazing, he's been able to paper over those flaws. But there are signs of promise in some of the some of these games that the Jets have another gear that they can hit. So let's hope that November unearths it and that the Jets do a really good job. Let me know how you're feeling about this run of games and where you think the Jets might finish at the end of November as they get past the famous Black Friday playoff cutoff. Let me know in the comments below or at my social medias at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets on Twitter. For tonight's episode, though, that is going to be all the time that we have. Thank you for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. For your next listen, be sure to check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. It features the biggest stories, instant reactions, and big game recaps, plus our famous take of the day. It's available in all of your favorite podcasting platforms, so be sure to like, follow, and subscribe right now. And as always, thank you for listening. Have a great night, and go Jets go.